Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Middle show of the work week. Traditionally, this is the toughest one for me, meaning I'm usually the most sleepy slash tired slash lackluster energy uh, and I tend to fake it well but sometimes my friends tell me that I'm much more entertaining when I'm tired I'm not sure if that's positive or negative but they yeah they tend to find me more amusing when I'm tired so hopefully that's not coming out on this edition of the show unless you too find me amusing you know what I can't believe it's I wouldn't call it amusing But I can't believe it's like deja vu. And yes, every week we do the hump show. Every week it's the middle show of the work week. But not every week does the NBA return with its preseason games. Dylan Brooks gets a fresh start. He's now at the Houston Rockets after getting cut, released by the Memphis Grizzlies. He's got a reputation to uphold, apparently. And he's decided that, you know what? I might as well go ahead and keep up this reputation that I have earned. I poke bears. Not only does he poke bears, but he tends to put his hands where they do not belong. He has been kicked out of games, booted. He's been fined. He's been cold on the carpet. The NBA has warned him. The NBA has punished him. He does not care. Once again, up to his old tricks. Five minutes into his Rockets debut, which, by the way, came with a price tag of four years and $80 million for Dylan Brooks. Five minutes in, he got ejected for hitting Daniel Tice in the, are you ready? This is this is how we do it around here. Just in case you're new, uh, when we when we have what is a, a punch below the belt, some type of uh, altercation that results in someone getting hit below the belt, we tend to use the team nickname and just. So you so you know who we're talking about. In this case, it'd be the Little Pacers. The Little Thunders? Well, the Little Thunders, but the Little Pacers. He hits Dan in the Family Jewels, known as the Little Pacers. 
protect my uh, my crown jewels. Yes, except when Dylan Brooks is around, you have to make a much more concerted effort to protect the little crown jewels. Slash oh, Jerry's old. Pacers. <laughs> oh my gosh, five minutes. That's all he lasted. In the preseason, he lasted five minutes. And already, NBA players are running for cover. Already having to protect themselves. Why? Why, Dylan Brooks? Is this how you reward the Rockets for giving you a nice free agent contract? (laughs) That's what happens when you hit someone in the little Pacers. Or the little Warriors. Which is even funnier. (laughs) That teaches man some etiquette. I go back, I don't know how many years ago, when we first heard... Tim Roy, who is the Warriors play-by-play voice, used that phrase, the little thunders. Uh, I remember we went through, this was Isaac and I, I might have been Isaac, Tom and I, we went through every single team in the NBA <laughs> just to see which one was the funniest. I think we decided the little jazz was the funniest. The little jazz. <laughs> the little pelicans is pretty good. <laughs> the little sixers. <laughs> The little nuggets. The little heat. The little heat. <laughs> the little nuggets. <laughs> that's not bad. That's, that's redundant, is it not? A little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. The little Lakers. Nah. That doesn't nah. nah. The little clippers is kind little of clippers isn't bad. I have a ring to it. <laughs> anyway. Dylan Brooks, seriously? I, I can't believe it took five minutes. That's it. Just five minutes. Ejected for hitting Dan below the belt. You can see it, too. It's not like it was some kind of covert move. No, it's right out there in the middle of everything for all the world to see. Tice's reaction is, well, <laughs> it's interesting, too. I mean, just pops him. Pops him. Isn't he there to kind of serve as like a mentor role model for this young Houston team and kind of like be a lead by example guy? I hope guy. not. I hope so not. So the whole Houston Rockets roster is just going to be kicking people in the little thunders At now? At what point would you ever put the fate of your franchise in the hands of Dylan Brooks? Gosh, paid him enough. Yeah. Nice contract. Well, welcome back, Dylan. Welcome back, NBA. And welcome back, NHL. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Love to hear from you on Twitter, A-Law Radio. So you can weigh in. We've got this kind of funny, weird, goofy word association game that we're playing. Uh, Don't mind hearing from you on the phone either, 855-212-4227. Pick an NFL team, any NFL team. When I say blup, you say what? So first words that come to mind. When I say a team name, and we're letting you pick it because I, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. I actually was going to put Jay on the spot a couple times, and uh, <laughs> he did pretty well, but I didn't want to render him speechless. So I'll pick a few of them off our Facebook page after hours with Amy Lawrence. Richard, when I say Lions, you say grit and resilience. Right. I say Dan Campbell. I'm Yes, we had a caller who said finally, and I agree with that. But honestly, right now, is there anything better than hearing from Dan Campbell about the Lions? The hype train. There's not. I mean, let me just answer the question for you. There's not. So when I say Lions, Jay and I, we say Dan Campbell is the best. We love Dan Campbell. Uh, Here's one from Michael. When I say Niners, you say Super Bowl champions. 
David, when I say bears, you say disappointment. I mean, that's a bummer. I think there was some cautious optimism around the Bears to start the season because Justin Fields healthy again. They brought in a couple of weapons to put around him. DJ Moore coming over in that trade for the overall number one pick. Remember, they traded that away to uh, Carolina and the Panthers. Gosh, the hard part is that It's tough to pinpoint who's to blame or what's to blame or how to blame. We've seen flashes of brilliance from the Bears. We have. We've seen the team look like world beaters. For instance, the first half, the offensive flow, the first half, the offensive pop and the productivity against the Denver Broncos. Now, I know that's not saying much because the Broncos have the worst defense in the NFL. And no, I'm not exaggerating. But we do see Justin Fields when he's a little freer. Remember, we talked to to David Haw last week from AM670, The Score, our Chicago affiliate. And he was talking about how the Bears decided that they would give Justin a little more freedom, that they would allow him to use his instincts. Obviously, don't want him getting hit. They don't want him taking a lot of unnecessary Tackles or just contact. But there was a week in which there was so much turmoil. They're still trying to climb out of that, right? Their defensive uh, coordinator, their defensive staff is flown in, uh, thrown into flux because Allen Williams ends up resigning. And I'm not even sure I want to know all the details behind his resignation. So now you've got your head coach calling defensive plays. Not unheard of. And Bill Belichick has gone through stretches where he's done that, of course. I mean, we know Mike McCarthy is calling offensive plays in Dallas. And so now they're trying to find a D coordinator in the middle of all of this. And Chicago did look tremendous against the Commanders last week. Remember, they had a 40-point game on a Thursday night on a short work week. Gosh, that feels like forever ago to kick off week number five, right? It had been over a year, it had been a year since they had held an opponent under 25 points. And remember, we talked about the fact that it could have been a, a performance that Dick Butkus was proud of. Right before the game, they find out that the Bears' great Hall of Famer had passed away. And they go out and they put together a performance on the defensive side of the ball that's worthy. But lest you point all the fingers at the offense through five games, and that includes the win over Washington, the Bears are giving up 31.5 points per game. How the hell does a team win when they're giving up 31.5 points per game? Note to self, don't ever swap out the Bears defense on your fantasy team. It's one problem after another. Again, their their defense is without le- a real leader right now. But at the same time, this is personnel related because your leader is not actually on the field. It's, I'm sure, disheartening for Bears fans because while you maybe didn't expect them to win the NFC North, 
or maybe you did if you're a little disillusioned, but to at least compete. The Bears, I know for the last few years, have not been the tough physical defense that what many, many years they were associated with. But 31 and a half points per game. And it's too much to ask of any offense to be able to cover that type of a spread. Khalil Herbert hurt in the last game, which obviously goes back now almost a week. So dealing with a few injuries here and there. I like what we've seen from DJ Moore, at least initially. Oh, this whole Chase Claypool thing is a total... I mean, he's not even on the roster anymore. He's gone. Where'd he go? Miami? They just had one dramatic storyline after another. It's been a mess. Justin talking about coaching when asked why he was playing robotically. All the... And this was right before they ended up beating the commanders, but all of the rumors and speculations circulating about Matt Eberflus. It's just been one negative storyline after another with the bears. And as much as pro athletes are theoretically mentally tough and able to block out distraction. And again, don't know how high the expectations were in Chicago. Maybe not very high. But the NFC North is supposed to be a more winnable division than some of the others in the NFL. And it's disheartening to see how easy it is for opponents to score on that team if you're a Bears fan or the Bears coaching staff. We'll see whether or not they can get a, a leader in there, at least someone who can bring some credibility and kind of get them pulling in the same direction. So, yes, back to the question or back to the fill-in-the-blank word association. David, when I say Bears, you say disappointment. Paul, when I say Patriots, you say done. Oh, dear. I, I see. The AFC is a lot tougher. I would have a little more confidence that they could rally and put themselves in playoff contention if they were in the NFC. The AFC East is really tough, but just the AFC in general, there's so much competition for those wild cards. I wouldn't say they're done, but we did hear the word restart brought up to Bill Belichick in his interview on Monday on our Boston affiliate, WEEI. This is Greg Hill who follows us here on CBS Sports Radio. So again, our Boston affiliate, WEEI. 93.7 in Boston. And he asked the question of Bill Belichick if he's the right guy to restart. So that was the word that was used, restart the franchise. Well, I'm going to do the best I can to help the team. And he's not going to give you any information, of course. But there has to be some sense of, all right, Everything is up for inspection. Everything is scrutinized under a microscope. And while I don't believe that Bill Belichick gets fired, after everything he's done for that franchise, even if you do want to part ways with him, 
say the Kraft family does want to part ways with him, they allow him to walk away. You don't fire Bill Belichick. And definitely don't fire him in the middle of a season. That might be the dumbest idea I've heard in a really long time. Sometimes a fresh voice is required. Do I think Belichick is still a Hall of Fame coach and can still coach? Absolutely. But sometimes the message gets stale. Sometimes a change of scenery is required. I mean, how many of you out there have ever been in a job for a really long time and just needed a fresh start? I have. Well, this one. (laughs) I'm just teasing. (laughs) That was mean. (laughs) We don't have time for that. (laughs) You should see Jay's face. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Whatever. You would miss me. Actually, aren't we going together? Montana, oh. right? That's the destination. Tell me that. Sign me up. <laughs> Just tell me when. Oh, goodness. Belichick may not be the head coach of the Patriots beyond this season, but there's no way the Kraft family fires him. Absolutely not. I mean, I might have to eat those words, but I would be stunned, as in drive off the road, fall out of my seat, stunned. Of course, he's not going to coach there forever. That's not life. But I think he's earned the right to depart when, or either to depart when he chooses or depart with dignity, one or the other. We'll hear from Tom Brady coming up about Bill Belichick and about his observations. Oh, and wait until you hear what Jerry Jones has to say about his quarterback. Or what Debo Samuel has to say about the Cowboys. Oh, my goodness. This is spicy. I like it. Give me some more Niners Cowboys, but can it be a little more competitive next time? That's all I'm asking. Is that too much to ask? Give me some oxygen. (laughs) Michael on Facebook When I say Niners, you say fantasy football gold. Well, that's true. Right now, Jay and I both have Brock Purdy as our starting QBs because we both like idiots. I told us not to do this. I told you not to do it. Then you did it. And then I somehow got roped into the same damn thing. Didn't want to. We both selected Aaron Rodgers like like just total nincompoops. Okay. I told Jay not to do it. And then he kind of felt like he was backed into a corner and had no choice. And then I made fun of him. But two days later, the same thing happened to me. (laughs) It's going to be hard to cancel me. I mean, we did. We canceled you right off our team. And then we both end up with Brock Purdy. I think we did better. Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to give us this type of... I I told you last year, one time, one time, he went over 20 points in fantasy. Yeah. It was a rough fantasy year for him, but and, I, I don't know. I, I didn't want to take him this year. He just kind of, like you, it just kind of happened. Like, I waited on a quarterback. I waited, and he was sitting there. And then it was, at the time, Jared Goff for him. And apparently, Joff would have been a great pick. But hmm. didn't think that on draft day. He's like a, a deep thigh bruise. He just never goes away. Hangs around. Like a wart on the bottom of your foot. Have you ever had a wart on your foot? No, actually. Any type of thing removed? Removed? Like sur- like medically? Like yeah. surgically? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nothing removed. Someday, when I'm in the right frame of mind, I will tell you about the planter's wart I had removed from my foot when I was a kid. Ouch. Oh, you have no idea. I mean, 
The screaming that happened. I'm very interested. Oh, are you? Yes, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> this story, my mother, she can't, I don't think she'll ever forget it. She was she was traumatized. My brother was traumatized. It was, I was traumatized. I was the one going through the pain. The story is one for, it's an epic story, let me just tell you. Anyway, what? Was it like, was there blood? No, that's not why it was an epic story. <laughs> You've piqued my interest. <laughs> uh, yes, well, you know I have good stories. Uh, Gerald on Facebook, when I say Dallas, you say pathology, <laughs> the study of suffering, breaking down decades of being a fan. I like it. You guys are taking this seriously. So if you would like to play our word association game, you can do it on Facebook. We hope we've explained it. I like this from Donna. She's got it. When I say Seattle Seahawks, you say Pete Carroll forever. Man, he could coach a water bottle. And a couple of pairs of socks. He's the best. No, seriously, he's one of the best coaches in the in the world. Get out of here. Forget <laughs> and humble. Apparently, forget one sport. He's awesome. I'm a big fan of Pete Carroll. <laughs> Jay, are you ready for this tweet? <laughs> On Twitter, little nugget still has me dying. It made me pee. <laughs> <laughs> the little nuggets. The little nuggets. That's the best one. Uh, well, next to the little jazz. I'm sorry, but that's hysterical. That's the little jazz. You can't. How about the little nets? The little nets. <laughs> not bad. It's not as much fun as the little nuggets. Little nicks. <laughs> the little knickerbockers. <laughs> Yep, that one too. Oh my gosh. Well, we are sorry about that, I guess, Heath. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> we apologize profusely. The Texas Rangers have moved on to the American League Championship Series for the first time since 2011. Will their, their fun-loving Astros join them? And here's a question. Jay, I want you to think about this. What's more difficult to accomplish? Five... AFC championship games in a row or seven American League championship series in a row? Do, 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 uh, do. I think the five do, championships. Well, I said to think about it. Oh, I thought you were giving me the music. The, I was. You, the, we're going to a break. Can you take that on? Can you dump that? It's not my final answer. It's my final answer. <laughs> okay. Jay ruins everything. You were giving me the music I was, like I was on the spot. I know. Said to think about we were it. On the same page You're until supposed I heard to be the thinking about it. Then <laughs> I got pressured. <laughs> then you got nervous. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For a 2-1, runners lead off first and third. one nothing Astros, the pitch. And Abreu cranks it deep to left field. Kiss it goodbye. A three-run home run for Jose Abreu. And the Astros have a 4-0 lead in the first. Boy, that was a sweeper, and Abreu caught every single bit of it. Second deck, third row, and Abreu silences this big crowd here in Minneapolis. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks on Astros Radio. I had to look it up because I was certain he was an elder statesman. I actually thought he was a little older than what he is. 36-year-old Jose Abreu doing some work. And for these Astros against the Twins. Now, I know they lost game two at Minute Maid Park. Um, and it was a raucous crowd to start there at Target Field. But those home runs and the four home runs in game number three quickly silenced the crowd. So then you listen to the next highlight and hear how quiet it is behind Robert Ford. 2-2. Two, two. And Alvarez belts it to right pretty deep. Going back, Kepler on the warning track looking up. See you later. A high majestic shot by Jordan Alvarez. His fourth it's home like run they're of the at series. The and it is 7-1 Astros. 1-0. It's like and people milling hammered. around Deep at the mall. Left field. The Kiss it goodbye. Second home run of the day for Jose Abreu. This one's a two-run shot. He's driven in five. Astros' lead is 9-1. to one. Again, it's like a food court at the mall. In fact, I've heard food courts that are louder than that. <laughs> when you get a bunch of teenagers in a food court, it's much louder than that. It's one of the reasons I avoid the mall. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Four home runs in game three. And Jordan Alvarez, boy, he it's not even fair what he does to a baseball. He doesn't just hit the baseball. He clubs the baseball. He kills the baseball. Why do you have to be so mean to the baseball? And then Jose Abreu with a couple as well. Jose Altuve. Just to leave no room for doubt. This game started before a lot of you were even out of work. Or if you work the hours we do before you were even awake. <laughs> I actually woke up and was like, wait a minute, there's baseball going on right That's now. Exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. I had to go back and watch uh, the early stages of the game three. But I did catch this. Well, let's hear from Dusty Baker first, and then I'll tell you the part that I caught that I thought was... Trouble for the Twins because we know the Astros can hit the ball. And when they get on the playoff stage, they hit the ball. Alex Bregman has already got more home runs than any other Astro in playoff history, right? Uh, I mean, Bregman is still there. Altuve is still there. 
from their original World Series trash cans and all. Uh, Dusty Baker obviously knew, but he it was seamless for him. Uh, the, the, the Jordan Alvarez piece is just incredible because of the, the power and the pop that he brings when he gets into that batter's box. I mean, it's, I'm afraid for the baseball. Well, and seriously, would you want to be standing on the mound in the the case of a line drive that comes right at you. Oh, my gosh. No. It might take off a body part the way that he hits the baseball. And they brought in some new guys. They've got a great mix of veterans and younger guys. And they are still positioned to defend their World Series title. And now they've added Justin Verlander, right? Which is just that storyline is... It's just... It's almost like it didn't happen. Can we just can we just forget the whole Mets sojourn even took place? Oh, I'd like to. <laughs> I know that you would. Anyway, Dusty Baker, he's got theories and all about why they're so good. The guys have a knack of pitch, you know, picking each other up, and from day to day, it could be a number of heroes, uh, um, you know, like today, or you know, somebody carries us on that particular day. But it was also. The pitching of Christian Javier, that's that's important too. Jose Altuve actually calls him the real star. He threw five scoreless innings, struck out nine. Now, he did put five on base via the walk. And there were a couple of times where he had to work his way out of a jam. Bottom of the fifth, bases loaded, one out. All right, so the Astros are already up 5-0. This is actually when I joined the game live. <laughs> so, like I said, I had to go back and watch the, the the big hits by the Astros before that. But Javier walks the leadoff hitter, gets the second guy to fly out, but then walks the third batter he faces. Then he walks the bases loaded. There was a pitching conference on the mound. He remains out there, strikes out, the next two guys he faces. And one of them, do y'all remember what happened in the wild card series? The opener for the Twins when they finally ended their, what was it, a 19-year drought with our 18 playoff games without a win? Do you remember who it was that had the big blast? It was Royce Lewis, right, with the Grand Slam? Royce Lewis strikes out with the bases loaded. So Javier comes back and gets both those guys, the last two hitter, hitters he faces, with a strikeout. And to me, that's demoralizing for the Twins. Not only can you not avoid giving up the big blow and the big hit, and you're already trailing 5 nothing, but you load the bases with gifts, with walks, with one out, and you can't push a run across. No wonder it sounds like the food court at the mall in the ninth inning. Now, a lot of guys were talking about the the shadows on the field because of the fact that this was a day game in Minneapolis. Rocco Baldelli was pointing out that it actually made life real complicated for them. Overall, it was a difficult day to hit. So them jumping out early uh, was very, very important. And uh, whichever team did that was going to definitely be in the driver's seat because uh, the game times that we have right now and our ballpark make it very difficult to see the ball and, and to put a lot of good swings on the ball in a row. 
Familiar face, Carlos Correa, obviously facing a bunch of his former teammates from the 17 World Series. And now he's the leader. He's the guy who sets the tone for the Twins. Um, has been in this position before where they're facing a must win in their next game. When you go into an elimination game, you know, you got you to gotta be ready to do whatever is possible to, to help the team win. Everybody's available. All the arms are available. And, you know, we... We got to do a better job with people on base if, if we want to stay alive. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to do that tomorrow. They left nine guys on base, and the Twins go one for nine with runners in scoring position. So that's that's brutal. Astros also left nine guys on base, but they had a few big hits when they needed them. Astros and Rangers in the ALCS. I feel like the majority of the world would be rooting for the Rangers. Plus, it's it's been over a decade since they've been in a championship series. But here's the question, Jay. I'm, I think we should put this in poll form, actually. What's harder? What's the more hmm, difficult run to achieve? Nah, it sounds wordy. It's too verbose. Which one is tougher? Reaching five straight AFC championship games, which the Chiefs have done, and, side note, have hosted all five of them. That that seems impossible. So getting to five in a row, of course the Patriots had this type of success, well, even more successful. Or seven, seven ALCSs. I don't, I don't like pluralizing that. Seven American League Championship Series in a row. Because if the Astros win Game 4 or Game 5 against the Twins, it will be seven League Championship Series in a row. That's obscene, actually. And I know people hate them because of what happened in 17. But this team is not cheating. They're not. And so you can hate them, and that's okay. They don't mind being the villains. But they're within one victory of a seventh consecutive appearance in the ALCS. Wow. And I know the fact that Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman are in your face makes them easier to dislike, but they don't care. That's the thing. They couldn't give a flying you-know-what. That's an interesting question. Jay, are you prepared to answer, or do you need some more time? Uh, I'm prepared. Oh, you don't have to wait till the music runs out. Go ahead. (laughs) I think it's the five straight uh, championship games in football, just because, I mean, don't get me wrong, the seven straight ALCSs is incredible. Like, that's amazing. But just football, like we always say, the playoff field turns over at least half the teams every year. So it's just the parody and like the, mm-hmm. the I don't know, the, the turnover in football is just so different based on a year to year basis where to, have, to build a dynasty like that and to go five straight is, it's unheard of. Like, it's only the Patriots really have we ever seen it any other time. And, I don't know. In baseball, I guess it's a little easier. If you could build your team, keep them young, you could sign guys for 13 years, 12 years, 10 years. So it's a little more doable, I guess, in my opinion. But in football, you know, the injuries and just the turnover of the league. So year after year, I think it's a little harder to do. Gotcha. All right. I'm going to, I don't know about the Niners going back. Remember when Joe Montana was there? They might have had, or the Steelers. I like don't remember, that, but. right? That history is a little bit before me. Uh, so I would, I mean, I remember the Niners, of course. Um, being that was very early when I was just starting to be cognizant of pro sports when I was a kid. But 
I don't remember how many they went to in a row, so I'd have to go back and look. So mm-hmm. I'll go back and check. We'll see if we can come up with uh, the numbers. The lo- well, the they Patriots. They in my head, the Niners, yeah. those teams. Yeah. The Patriots have the longest streak. But um, even now, though, in this culture, in this climate, as you talk about, to go to five in a row and to have them all be in Kansas City is pretty incredible. But seven league championship series is also it's wow. Amazing. It is. It is amazing. What an accomplishment. It's a, it's a standard. The Astros are the standard of franchises right now in baseball, I'd say. Uh, wow. Well, maybe made, not the cheating, but... You just made people throw something at the radio or turn off the, the uh, show. True. It is true. All right. On Twitter, after our CBS, an hour away from Ask Amy Anything. You can- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Send your questions to our show Twitter or to our Facebook page. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Jerry is in D.C. Jerry, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Marcus is listening in Milwaukee. Marcus, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. We put another guy to sleep. He's snoring. I'm two for two. (laughs) So, Kevin, I know you want to weigh in on the Heisman. What do you think? Kevin fell asleep. (gasps) I'm not sure it's a compliment, but it's totally awesome. (laughs) You had a guy call up that was snoring on the phone, and your laugh was just cracking me up. I tell my mom all the time, my mom has sleep, and she, you just turn on the radio and listen to my show, you'll go right to sleep. (laughs) Within the sound of silence, 
This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. <laughs> we were talking about goats on last night's show. Uh, actually talking about the acronym, not the animal. And... I remembered that we'd had, well, I tried to make a goat sound. It sounded more like a sheep. And then I remembered that we had had a a montage of various snorers. I'm telling you what, one of these nights or evenings, I need to record penny snoring because it could easily be part of a montage and you would never know it was a dog. That dog snores like nobody's business. And it's hysterical. I frequently will communicate with Jay in the evenings about the show and such. And the, the dog will be snoring right next to the chair. She's got a new spot where she sleeps now. She wedges herself in between the front wall of my house to so the front wall of my living room where I've got these really nice curtains. And of course she threatens to take them down at the wall. She's laying in them. I don't know what it is about her and curtains. Everywhere I hang curtains, the dog has to roll up in the curtains Uh, And so then she wedges herself in between my recliner and the curtains in the living room and snores like an old man. Uh, She snores like an old man. Comfort curtains. Uh, Is that what they are? Comfort curtains? You gotta be. Maybe one of these days I'll record her and then we'll we'll bring it back and we'll play it on the show and you can tell me if it actually sounds like a dog snoring. (laughs) I know that a lot of people have big dogs who snore loudly and it's really funny penny is definitely one of those plus the fact that she is a month away from turning 14 that's crazy isn't it do you know she's been on insulin now for nearly two years she's been on insulin for 21 months i mean the dog has all kinds of ailments she's chronic bronchitis she's been on steroids for almost three years Trying to think what else. Oh, goodness. She's on anti-inflammatories, a rotation of anti-inflammatories. She's got allergies, so she sneezes. So I have to get her on allergy medication. Every time I see her, she's in great spirits, though. She's she's happy, but she's also anxious. If we're even, if it even feels like we're about to deviate from our routine, the dog follows me around the house panting. And I try to remember that she can't hear very well and what it would feel like for me if I couldn't hear. And the only way that I could know what my person was doing is if I followed her around the house. She knows hand signals, though, so she can't hear, but she follows my hand signals. You know, I point to the water. Uh, you know, she knows to go get water when I point to the water. She can hear when I clap really loudly or when I yell, but I try not to yell. Just is not good for my vocal cords. So she does hear when I drop something on the floor. Like if I drop the, the remote, you should hear her start. So she can hear, still hear things, but it's only really loud noises. <laughs> anyway, now one month away from 14. That's crazy. One month away from 14. So here's the answer to, well, here's the info, the intel that we were seeking. The New England Patriots, as we talk about, own the record for most consecutive conference championship games all time. Eight of them. Eight. Talk about obscene. (laughs) 2011 to 2018. The Browns, now you can count this, even though this wasn't the Super Bowl era, Super Bowl. It wasn't the Super Bowl era, but it was six consecutive championship games. So it's it was the NFL championship at the time. 
right? So 1950 to 1955, and that was back in the days of Paul Brown. Many of us, not even a, a thought, not even a an inkling, but it, it actually happened, believe it or not, where the Browns were the best team in the league for six years. Okay. We have the Raiders in the 70s, 1973 to 1977, five consecutive championship games, and the Chiefs have just tied that recently in 22. But what's tougher to do? That's the question. To go to five or more consecutive championship games in your conference or to appear in what could very soon be a new record or extending the record for the Astros, seven consecutive championship series, seven straight ALCS appearances. Both of them are exceptional records. Well, the the Chiefs isn't a record, but it is a streak. Speaking of the Chiefs, they actually kick off week six. Jay, say it out loud. Week six. Week six. You're a week six. <laughs> Jay, week six is about to kick off in mere hours. That's insane. But it's the Chiefs and the Broncos. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That should be a good one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stop. He's in there laughing. Anyway, Chiefs and Broncos. Travis Kelsey sort of practicing. <laughs> sort of. We'll do QB News next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.